This episode has been brought to you by LicenseLink. Never show music licensing again. Insurance for your mix. Download the app today or visit LicenseLink.com. That's L-I-C-E-N-S-E-L-I-N-Q.com. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 36. Not sure if there's going to be a 37, but thank you for joining. And we have a great episode for you guys. This wasn't even planned, but this weekend the internet was a buzzing about the Spirit Network and their new cheer floor. They're testing out this air floor and people were talking. So being good friends with Tammy, I reached out to see if she had anything to say. And so she joins us today to talk about their the new cheer floor that they have rolling out this season. Uh, some of the feedback that they've gotten, but you know, it's a Similar to an air track, cheer floor, hybrid. So she's a lot of great things to say about this floor and and reacts to some of the comments or responds to some of the comments that uh, we saw online. But before we get into that, we have a giveaway, a $100 gift card giveaway. All you have to do to enter is share this podcast So share it on your Facebook, share it on your Twitter, share it on your Instagram, wherever the case may be. Share it, screenshot it, DM me at Jason Larkins on Instagram, or you can send it over on Facebook. But yeah, send me a message, show show proof that you actually shared it with people, and uh, that will enter you in the uh, drawing, and we'll we'll draw at the end of the month, and someone will walk away with $100. Don't, it's someone's going to win. Why not you? Uh, Also, be sure to smash that like button, leave a comment, uh, you know, all that good stuff, subscribe. But without further ado, my conversation with Tammy VanVleet. All right, Tammy, thank you so much for joining us this early. We have breaking news, people. Tammy VanVleet. Good morning, Jason. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Happy holidays. Yeah, same to you. Same to you. So I, I want to hop right into this. So, um, We had you on the podcast not too long ago, a couple months ago, and we were talking about how you built your brand up. You know, you're building up these two great brands. You sell the varsity and then you decide, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm going to go back to being, you know, out on my own. And you mentioned um, like kind of this comparison that, you know, you were this speedboat able to make moves when you wanted to compared to when you were with varsity, varsity being this, um, this ocean liner. And yeah. it just took a lot, lot, lot more pieces to move to make these decisions, right? And so, and I, and I told you this on the podcast. I've always appreciated your, your, um, just instinct to go. Oh, hey, there's a gap in the industry right here. Let's, you know, let let's make a move. Let's shift and let's, you know, let's do this. It's going to be better for the athletes or the coaches or or whoever the whatever the case may be. Um, that speedboat mentality so over the weekend you made some splashing news did it too um that was really good um, yeah very so, good so you, yeah you made some splashing headlines so you want to talk to us about that 
well, it's not really our splashing headlines. It's more, you know, cheer updates acting like a TMZ in our industry. Um, We've been on this course um, since early summer. Um, We have a new cheer floor. And so it was thrown out um, on social media this weekend. And there's been a lot of um, misinformation that's been going out. And so I really appreciate you reaching out to me, the source. No one has reached out to me from um, any of the organizations that are truly just trying to get clicks and stir the pot. Um, we have been working with air track. This is not an air track. It is a cheer floor. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been working with air track to develop this floor and I'll, I'll tell you how it came about. I was sitting in Cirque du Soleil, Michael Jackson in Las Vegas. And all of a sudden, something came up out of the floor and their their performers, athletes were doing double backs on what they were just dancing on. Mm-hmm. And I was I almost stood up out of my seat. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, like, because I know what it takes to move into an event. When you have, you know, we used to bring a 53 foot semi for one rotation with spring mm-hmm. floors and tumble strips and mats and everything. Um, and I know what it takes to set something up like that for the athletes to do those skills. And it was just amazing. So I started researching and then back in about 2000 and gosh, maybe it was 2008 or so we had worked with air track and they then had 42 by six foot strips of their air track and you would Velcro them together to make a 54 by 42 foot floor. Mm-hmm. We actually shipped one of those over to our Hawaii event because it is very hard to get a spring floor um, in Hawaii at, the t- at that time. And we used it at that event. We weren't thrilled with that product. So that was what they were using before. So I revisited with them since we were having to buy all of our new equipment um, after reforming the new company, the Spirit Network. And I said, guys, I really want one cylinder. Like I want one complete 54 by 42 foot um, piece so that the air pressure is consistent throughout when you had the strips, it was different on each on maybe strip five and strip three. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I want, I want one cylinder of air and they're like, okay, yeah. So they, they started working on it. And what you might have in your gym is four inches high or eight inches high. And those are apparatus that are used for training um, skills before they're ready to go to a harder surface. Well, this floor is 12 inches. And yep. the air pressure, um, they've calibrated the air pressure to where the bounce is so similar to a spring floor. Like this was my hesitation, Jason, after after knowing what we had used before was I don't want a double bounce. I don't mm-hmm. want when you're stunting for the floor to be wobbly. And they're like, no, we can do it. We can do it. And they did it. And so when we unrolled this floor in Ontario um, for our first event on November 7th, and it blows up in 30 minutes, which to put it on a five by five pallet and blow it up in 30 minutes for those yeah. of you <laughs> that do events like the logistics of that rather than a 53 foot semi, that is going to trickle into saving you, the kids, the families money, yeah. because we don't have to move into the venue the day before and pay a whole um, venue fee the day before yeah. and pass that cost on to our customers. So what we're really looking at is something that's safer for the athletes. Um, something that is going to save money over the long run. And I thought another response was really funny. Somebody had commented, um, well, if you can't afford a spring floor, you shouldn't be doing events. Well, 
the the funny part is that this costs three times the amount of a spring floor. So mm-hmm. it's like me saying, here, Jason, here's keys to a Mercedes. And you're like, oh, no, no, my Honda Accord is just fine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, like this is more expensive. We're not cutting corners. Um, and so I was extremely thrilled with we've had two events on this floor and we've had zero. I want to be quoted zero injuries related to the floor. That was the other thing that I think is very misrepresented. And I've confirmed that with both of the EMTs from um, the events. Um, we're going to have injuries at every cheerleading event. There's mm-hmm. going to be ankles or wrists or pyramids come down or whatever, but nothing has been related to this floor. And so that is the biggest misinformation for me that I think is out there. I don't want people to be saying things that aren't true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it was funny because I reached out to Kevin Brubaker, who was the person that um, integrated the spring floor into um, our industry in 1993 at a, a little event called cheer sport. Um, and he was just laughing by the responses that we were seeing because he goes, Tammy, we heard all of this. When I introduced the spring floor, they don't get to train on it. It's going to be different than what they're used to, you know? And he goes, but he goes, if this can be better, like he has, when he was the owner of cheer sport, there were 17 semis that would bring, um, Mm -hmm. equipment into Atlanta for that event. Like this would be a game changer. Um, and the other thing for us is we want to have a full floor for your team in warm up. So if we can set up three full air floors in the back, um, so that you can just come into warm up, be on one full floor and not have to go through this, you know, menagerie yeah. of yeah, mm-hmm. rotations, I think that's going to be better for the kids as well. And, you know, I was talking to Michael Eddie Rivera, who is a world level athlete. And he just said, Oh, at 25, if, if I could have done more reps on a, a surface like this, where it wasn't hurting my body so much, it's, you know, this is, this is on a pillow type platform, but it's sturdy. So it's hard to like, to like equate boards and springs to Mm -hmm. that. Um, He said, maybe my arthritis at 25 wouldn't be acting up as, (laughs) as much as it is now. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of kids leave cheerleading right now because of the tumbling aspect. We've all also developed non-tumbling divisions um, for this very reason, because kids aren't able to, you know, get the training that they're needed to continue to do fulls and double fulls. We're seeing a yeah. lot of injuries with ACLs. And um, so if we can make tumbling a little bit easier and a little bit more supported for them. I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Um, at our two events, the judges were saying that they were seeing the technique um, scores were better because kids were, um, were throwing, even at lower levels, were throwing better. Um, we had some concern about back walkovers on it. And there's, there's no difference. We didn't see any difference from level one to level four. Yeah. Um, we do see a little bit of difference on five, six, seven, only because they haven't, um, they haven't been on the surface. And so that's our goal right now is to get it out there and have people try it. Yeah. Um, we, we are allowing teams at those levels to go out on the floor. We are encouraging athletes and coaches to not throw something if they're not um, 100% confident with it. We also allow coaches to spot either on the corners, the sides or on the floor, always at our events, if athletes need assistance. So we're really trying to go about this in a sound way. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to, 
Let's recap a little bit. So AirTrack makes the floor, like the, 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 the brand AirTrack, company AirTrack, but it's not the typical AirTrack that we would buy, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, is a, this is a, a custom floor. Or this one is made specifically actually to compete on or if a gym wanted to buy one for actual competition, like regulation competition, right? Exactly. So, okay. Um, and it's not, so I remember, so you said this before, so it, cause we have an air track, which most, a lot of our parents probably don't even know that we have an air track. Cause I got one off of a buddy and we, we left it. We used it a lot last summer, but we haven't used it at all this year. So there's a big portion of our, of our cheer program. It doesn't mean we have an air track. Anyway. Do you put carpet on top of it or do you leave it as is? we leave it? We leave it as is. Yeah. So, and that's another one of my points though, too. Like if you think about, we are wearing court type shoes and mm-hmm. we're on carpet. Like we've adapted our floor basically from gymnastics, which gymnastics mm-hmm. is a 90 pound singular individual mm-hmm. on a floor barefooted. And then yeah. we've adapted it to court shoes, um, 30, you know, some athletes. Um, so if you really think about what we have, we scratch our heads because, and this is what yeah. Kevin had said too. I go, how did you get to nine panels? He goes, well, we just, kept on adding on until we were at a six foot increment so that the mats <laughs> would fit there. This isn't science. Like this is, this is we've adapted and then yeah. we adapt to what we have. And so when people say there's change, like, well, what if we would have all stuck with the Motorola flip phone? Yeah. We wouldn't have the iPhone 13 right now. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I love that people are really concerned about change, but this is not significant change. To me, this is like a swimming pool that either has chlorine in it or salt water. You can mm-hmm. still swim in it, but which one's going to be better for your body and which yeah. one, you know, is going to uh, anyway. So, so that's why I feel like I wasn't doing anything unsafe for kids. Not at all. Yeah. If anything, it's going to be better for them. So let's say we have a bio accident on the floor, which all of us have seen during flu season puke mm-hmm. on the floor, right? Yep. We take a Clorox wipe and we wipe this up and it is 100% sanitary at that point. Yeah. Um, which is amazing because if you start to think about what's in the carpet of the floors <laughs> that you're on, number one in your gym, and you know, as a gym owner, cleaning those things, what's yeah. in there, you know, toenails, hair, um, bobby pins, yeah, rhinestones, bobby pins galore everything, you know, and so that is it. It's a clean surface, we sweep it. The other funny thing was somebody said, Well, there's going to be a rhinestone on it, and it's going to pop. Well, no, it's much thicker than that. Even a bobby pin isn't going to pop it. Now, if we put a forklift blade in it, there's going to be a problem, but we can still patch that. So we've already worked through all of these scenarios of of what ifs, um, but it, it is much cleaner. Um, the shoe and the hand has a better grip. It's not slippery. It's a little tacky. Yeah. And, and so, you know, if you think about what we're doing, you know, if a, if the carpet is slippery at all, or, you know, you know, new carpet bonded foam mm-hmm. can be quite slippery. For sure. Um, that is not the case on this. And so we're, we're really excited about it. Okay. So we heard a little bit from, uh, well, we're going to get to some comments from the actual, from, we're going to get to some comments I read uh, in a little bit, but before we get to comments from people who didn't attend the event, let's talk about people who actually did attend the event. So you said you had a, a Ontario event and a Virginia event? Yeah. So we had an event in Southern California. Um, mm-hmm. It was an OC All-Stars um, 
uh, showcase, a South Bay Divas showcase. And then it was a Southern California Spirit Championship, which okay. um, Simi Valley Cheer Force was there. Um, uh, California All-Stars Ontario. So Bode from California All-Stars Ontario had the perfect comment, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. I'm going to let my athletes make the decision that day um, mm-hmm. if they want to do their tumbling. And then his response after the day was he had 200 athletes there. He had three people that decided not to throw their tumbling. And yep. I, it could have been floor related. It could have been something else. And he had no problem. He had all levels of teams there. Yep. Um, we then took it back to Virginia and we had the fame all-star showcase, which had multiple fame locations. And then we had the Virginia spirit, um, championship and okay. we had, um, so there's been close to 200 teams that have been on the floor. Um, you know, we had one coach that, that said for level one through four, there was no difference. And then, you know, the, we had some guys from a level six or seven team and they were just pounding the floor. And of course they get a big Arabian out of it, or they get a big, um, rebound out of it. And, you know, we see that being, um, kind of showing off at an event Mm -hmm. at all times anyways. But as far as we've had coaches on the corners in case somebody was over rotating or, um, going too fast, but we encourage that anyway, at any floor or situation, because we want to make sure the kids are safe. So we had a lot of really good feedback. Um, and I think the biggest negative was the kids just haven't been on it. And, you know, so we have a 12 by 70 foot, um, tumble strip in the back right now, we want to put a full floor. It's just with the cost of this, um, we're trying to, to navigate through something very new. And, Mm -hmm. um, so they do get to get on it and, you know, with our upper level tumblers, they have so much body awareness anyway, that they're able to either turn it on or, or dial it down. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they have been able, once they get on it to kind of go, Oh, okay. There we go. Our feedback has been, you know, we felt positive. Um, I think for people that haven't been on it or that have seen something else in the past, you know, we even had another event producer on your, on the feed that was referring to something they had done in the past, like we had with the floor in Hawaii and it's not the same thing. Like this has not been done. So people are saying, oh yeah, I was on it and it, you know, X, Y, or Z, it's really not the same thing. So I would invite people to try something before they judge it. This episode has been brought to you by LicenseLink. Never show music licensing again. Insurance for your mix. Download the app today or visit LicenseLink.com. That's L-I-C-E-N-S-E-L-I-N-Q.com. There we go. Okay, so now let's, let's hop into some of these. Let's hop into some of these comments that I read. You've been bold and brave and courageous. Well, I, to the and I, comments yeah, of- <laughs> and I, I appreciate that you've read them. I've been sent some screenshots of them, but I haven't yeah. dove into it because it just, um, it's sad to me how this evolved. So, yeah, no, for sure. And, and let me say this totally off script, but this is not about, this is just in general. Facebook comments are oh. the worst. Instagram comments are, are slightly Slightly better than Facebook. Twitter is the cesspool of yeah. all comment sections. But yeah. How, YouTube, if you read some, I read some good YouTube comments. That's some good quality content. So, you know, <laughs> if you want a good laugh, yeah. go to the YouTube comments. But, yeah, you know, stay, stay up with Facebook, right? But, yeah. um, okay, so we're going to do some 
some comment inspired questions about the um about the floor. So okay, um, I saw this a couple of times. It said this is an injury waiting to happen, right? Or or something along those lines. So what's your you kind of responded to that already, but let's I'm gonna throw it out there again. What's your response to that? Yeah, at, at almost 200 teams on it. So that's, you know, nearly 5,000 athletes and we haven't had one injury at this point. Um, any injuries that have happened at those events have been pre-existing or were due to technique. It had nothing to do with the floor. And that is not from me. That is confirmed from the medical professionals at the events. So, and go. I've had no coaches reach out to me saying that they've been injured due to the floor at all. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question from our comment section. Um, people talked about like the sinking effect or like either stunting, like mainly stunting, like, Hey, what, you know, what happens when all the people get together in one spot, the floor is sinking or, or the floor is probably going to sink or like a double bounce effect or, or like motions being sloppy now because of the floor. So have we seen any of that happen? We haven't. And, um, in fact, you know, those Tempur-Pedic type commercials where they put the glass of wine mm-hmm. and then they're yep. doing whatever on the bed, like that is the type of, um, surface that it ends up being. And we have not seen any of that. In fact, you can watch videos and, um, air track was there and taking videos from all sides and you can see them tumbling by each other, stunting by each other, dancing. And there's the same movement that you have from a spring floor. Yeah. Um, and all of these teams, all levels have been doing their full out choreography with no problem. Um, and, you know, we invite everybody to watch. We're streaming two events together on December 11th and 12th from San Diego and Santa Clara, California. So there'll be nearly another 200 teams on the floor and you can log into the live stream and watch for yourself. And, yeah. and if you want, if anybody's near and wants to come, we would love for them to come by and see the floor. That doesn't, it doesn't happen. You walk on and it's the same um, motion that you would have from a spring yeah. floor. There we go. Real quick question. Are the teams from San Diego competing against the teams? The teams yes. that attend the San Diego event. Okay. They're competing against. The yes. Teams, yes. And you know, here's the other thing we're trying to innovate and do, do things that are different. And Jason, you were very reluctant last year about our live streaming. And once we had you guys doing it, you're like, this is awesome. You know, yeah. like you can be and that's what we're doing. And that's where the live streaming was originally. Um, that's why we originally were going to live stream is because, you know, so many times you get to an event and you don't have competition. And mm-hmm. if we can stream, if we can stream two venues together, number one, the teams from each location, they don't have to spend so much money to travel, which mm-hmm. we're just trying to reduce the cost for people to be involved in our, in our sport. And so um, you know, this San Diego team is going to compete against a, a Northern California or an Oregon team, but they didn't have to travel. They could be staying yep. at home. So, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so our divisions are much deeper. We've split the division to D1, D2, um, because that's another thing that I think we're wanting to see in the industry where you're competing against like teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, this, these two events will stream together and have more competition, less travel expenses. And we're, um, we're doing a little fun thing too, where it's North versus South. Like there we, we want to bring events together. So instead of the teams in the North, just competing against each other, which they are, but we want them to kind of have a sportsmanship and a, and a camaraderie so that, you know, they're versing the South. And then we've already set up to where we're going to do this next year for East and West. So we've got a venue in North Carolina and a venue in California 
and it'll go simultaneously. So yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. All right. Back to these comments though, because I got yep, off track. Go right? ahead. Just, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, but la- last question from our from our comment section uh, was about teams. I think I saw a bunch of times. You know, teams haven't had the opportunity to practice on this floor. Why should they compete on this floor? So, yeah. what have you seen? What has your experience been so far as far as seeing that transition from floor to floor? So we haven't seen a significant change. Um, kids you know, mentally, we want to make sure that they're feeling good about what they're doing. So we're putting time into the schedule so that teams, you know, five, six, and seven can get out on the floor and run through anything that they need to beforehand. Um, You know, it's my hope as an event producer that everybody goes out and feels confident to give 100%. We've got the floor in the warm up area, Um, you know, come a little bit early, and we'll figure out how to walk you out on it just to make sure that all of those mental aspects are um, addressed, but we haven't seen a significant change at all. Um, and we do understand that people aren't practicing on this, but it is not that much of a difference that mm-hmm. it's going to change. And then, like I said, too, we're trying to get this out to programs so that they can, um, try it. It, it's very expensive for us to truck it around and forklift it off and do all that kind of stuff to get it mm-hmm. set up. But we're, we're making that attempt. And then also too early in the season right now, we've got events that people can go and be on it. Um, and then, and then try for themselves. Um, but we can't control getting it into everyone's gym. It's, it just is what it is. And it's something, yeah something different, but not significantly different to where it would change a performance. And that is, I think, you know, John from OC All-Stars, that's what he saw when his whole program of 20 some teams came for their showcase. And he's like, I didn't see that big of a difference. The only thing is they just haven't been on it until they get to warm up. But that's what we saw when we went from dead floor to spring floor, when so Mm -hmm. many of us didn't have a spring floor. Um, You know, that's what we see from a lot of programs. You know, there's a lot of programs out there that don't even have a full spring floor in their gym. And the mm-hmm. first time they get to a full spring floor is at competition. So this yeah. isn't this isn't a new situation um, for a lot of programs. But I understand there's concern. But what we're trying to do is do something better yeah. and be better for the kids and for the for the sport. And, you know, if if people were getting hurt, we would scrap the idea altogether. That's not the case. I think, you know, there are some factions that are interested in this not succeeding. And I just say there's enough room for everybody to be part of this industry and to have their own lane. And we're just trying to mind our own business and do something different and great for kids. And, um, you know, and I understand when parents weigh into a coaching staff and give their opinion, but they don't always have the facts around what we're doing. And, you know, if I can save your gym money to go to two extra events during the season with the pricing that we're extending, I'm really hopeful that we can, you know, make things better for you as a program and the kids as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we, let's, so far you dropped, you dropped a a nice name drop earlier, uh, Michael Eddy. I didn't even know he had a last name. I thought it was just Michael Eddy this whole time. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but so you talked about he, he took kind of reference or you alluded to kind of some long-term um, some benefits. So I want to talk, what are the immediate pros 
Because so far we've been kind of addressing like these conflicts. Well, no, that's a misconception. That's a misconception. Because like straight out the gate, you know, you said, hey, this isn't the typical air track that you get, which obviously, you know, I don't know, right? You just, hey, it's an air track. No, it's not an air track, right? So, but we kind of been addressing this misinformation. But what are some of the the immediate benefits that you have seen since you've started having your events on this this, uh, floor? And what are the kind of the long-term benefits you think that you'll see from this? Well, um, immediate is the setup and the teardown and the cleanliness. And, you know, we, we rolled into both of these events and we were able to set up that morning. Um, and then to have it be a similar bounce to a spring floor is perfect, but there, it is a little bit different, um, in a positive way. So, uh, Michael Eddie was just referring to, you know, you're not like when you're running on concrete versus when you're running on a treadmill with a little give, or if you're running on grass, like it's just a mm-hmm. little bit of a different surface. And um, if you're able to protect the kids joints and not have um, so much effort being put into their tumbling skills at the, at the higher elite level. So let, let's say that somebody does a full or a double and they've been training this hours and hours in the gym. Like it takes hours to train those skills to get them. But now if you can use fewer reps or um, a little bit less training time to continue to do those skills, that's going Mm -hmm. to be a positive long-term effect for that child's um, body. So I feel like we're going to see that um, by using these types of training uh, equipment, but we won't know that. And we're now trying to, you know, figure that out and, and see, I would love for the athletes to tell us, oh yeah, that feels better on my body or doesn't you know, hurt as much, and I don't have to put as much effort into it. And, you know, for someone to say to me, well, we get just get a little bit more bounce. Well, you're welcome. Like, why not? (laughs) Why not give them, you know, all of the tools to be successful rather than making it hard Mm -hmm. or continue to get harder. So that's where where I am with it. Um, And I, I really feel like if their technique scores are better, if they're bodies feel better. Like I think people will embrace it a little bit uh, more. Yeah. Yeah. I think right now it's just unknown and it's different and it's change. No, hundred percent. You know, people, people don't like change. I mean, they, they just flat out just don't like change. So anytime anything new is introduced, um, people are hesitant, you know, and you know, that's me too. Hesitant about a bunch of, you know, I want things to stay the same. Right. Yeah. But, um, but you know that's why that's why you're well, I mean, I would, I would, a bunch of followers. I would, I, exactly, and I would flip that around to you as a coach. Like, you know, what could this be better for? How could this be better for your kids? You know, you can probably see some aspects that would be helpful to the kids by having yeah. a, a, an easier surface. You know, well, the number one thing you said was the cleanup. I had, I had a tiny pee on the floor the other day. So I was like, okay. Man. Okay. And that, and that's my point. Exactly. And as, as we're living in this world of, of cleanliness and germs and everything like to take a Clorox wipe and wipe this down and have it be sanitary for the kids. Like I'm, I would always take, take the panel, move the panel out. If there was something mm-hmm. like that at an event, just, just for perspective, but who knows yeah. how that was cleaned. It could have just been yeah, wiped yeah. off and rolled up and used the next week. Um, so I think that's irresponsible on our end to, to not be thinking of that at this mm-hmm. point. Um, our world has changed as far as cleanliness has concerned. And that is a huge, um, you know, even 
and I don't want to be gross, but even the kids were all sitting on the mat for awards. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, you know, we went around and cleaned up any, yeah. um, you know, leg sweat or whatever. Any perspiration. <laughs> perspiration on the mat that was happening. And, you know, you know, you're going out there and you're on a clean surface. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. The other thing, I mean, the, the logistics, you know, the whole thing is, <clears throat> I know a lot of people, especially parents, and maybe there are some, some great volunteer parents out there, um, but I haven't moved a spring floor and you know, you know, it's like the most dreadful thing in the world. And I can't imagine, you know, you know, you, I remember working events back in the day and you put the spring floor together in the morning, right? And you're feeling good and everything's good and you work a whole day. And then the last thing you feel like, oh, finally, the last team is done. I get to go home. No, I don't. I have to tear down a warm up room and a spring floor, you know, not that whole thing. So just that alone, you know, so, you know, when we do showcases and we don't, we do our showcase at the gym at American, but PCM, uh, you know, we rented a space somewhere, either a high school and we got a little bit bigger, um, you know, other places, right. Other venues, but you know, it's shipping, Oh, you know, tearing down the spring floor, packing it in, you know, everyone's wearing gloves. You have to have 80 volunteers to come in, you know, make it happen and all those things. So a hundred percent, just that alone saves so much with time and effort and just sweat and, you know, just everything. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the thing that I was asking you earlier is if you had carpet on top of your air truck or mm-hmm. not is what a lot of gym owners and coach and coaches and parents and kids don't know what does that floor look like under the carpet bonded foam? I have mm-hmm. had event producers in other regions send me, oh, you can use our floor. And it gets there and it's rusted and it's missing springs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hold on to that equipment for 10 years and it's being moved yeah. in and out of venues. You've got cracks on one board. You know, like I, I eventually feel like that's not safe either. So you don't know what's under the carpet bonded foam that you're even competing on. And I had another coach say to me, you know, well, every spring floor bounces different. So when you get to an Mm -hmm. event, you go out to see what that feels like. And you see the kids bouncing up and down when they go out on a floor to see what the give is. But, you know, let's say there's a missing spring on three or four boards, you're going to have some dead spots um, in that floor. And so this is where it is consistent. You can see what it is. You, we have a gauge where we can test the air pressure. We have two different areas that mm-hmm. we can put air in or take air out. Yep. Um, you know, I feel like this is just going to eventually be something that people go, Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, yes, loading in and out and remember too, like this happens all the time when you put the carpet on top and you have a four inch Velcro holding that together, there's sometimes where that Velcro is not tacky enough and it comes apart. There's an mm-hmm. injury where wrists or ankles can slide in between those, the, the carpet yeah, bonded yeah. foam rolls. And luckily you usually catch that if your staff is paying attention, but why even take that risk? Um, mm-hmm. You know, there is, there is no opportunity for that to happen on this floor because the carpet isn't on top of it. Yeah. And I just go back and scratch my head. Why are we on carpet? Like we're not barefooted. We're wearing tennis shoes. Um, you wear tennis shoes on a basketball court or a, a, a tennis court. You know, I remember too, and maybe you remember, Jason, in high school, we would practice on a wrestling mat mm-hmm. because yeah, we didn't my have cheerleading. Second okay. competition was on a wrestling mat. On a wrestling There's a video mat. on YouTube. Yeah. Red wrestling that mat. Even for makes, sure. That even makes more sense to me than carpet. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it at least has a bit of a tacky surface where you mm-hmm. can 
get some traction. Carpet to me, um, now I scratch my head, but it's just because that's the way we've always done it. Mm-hmm. All right. So and no, that's like we said this, or I said this before, but pe- you know, people just don't like change. So last, last question. I feel like we've, we've, we've covered a lot of things, but is there anything else you actually want to address that we haven't talked about yet? Um, well, I appreciate that. I, I just would like people to try things before they, you know, com- completely slam it or reach out and get the facts. Like, yeah, there's a lot of opinions that are misguided and, um, you know, it is hard to blaze trails of, of new things. And it's very expensive to do that. Um, I, I don't like fear to be mm-hmm. navigating people's decisions. Um, I would like facts and information and we're happy to share information. Um, I think our industry has a way of stirring the pot and I would really love to see people just be better and, mm-hmm. and be positive. You know, if it, there's coaches can completely trickle into their teams and their programs, a response that they want from their mm-hmm. kids and teams. So, yeah. you know, if you were to walk into the gym and say, Oh my gosh, you guys, this is so exciting. We get to do this and this and this, Yeah, the kids are going to be completely on board with that. But if they walk in and say, Oh, it's an ACL waiting to be torn, you know, mm-hmm. or just, just, you know, little black brain cloud in my, is how I yeah. say it. I always associate people and you'll appreciate this with a baby now, but with the Winnie the Pooh characters. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like to be around Eeyore. Like I want to yeah. be around Tigger and rabbit and, you For know, I sure. want the facts. I want enthusiasm and we're just going to continue to be positive and try to move forward. We're not up here waving our arms that this is the best thing since sliced bread. We're trying something new. We think it's going to be great. It's going to change how we do things so that we can Mm -hmm. pass on a better product to our customers. And we'd really love to have um, everybody's support and um, trial. There we go. All right, Tammy. So tell the people if, if, Tell the people where they can reach you at either, um, yeah. you know, coaches, owners, or any social media you want to sh- shout out there. So um, our Instagram's the spirit network. We're working with air underscore official. And um, I am, I mean, everybody that all the coaches that come to our events have my cell phone number for goodness sake. So you can <laughs> always reach me. My email is Tammy at the spirit network.net. Um, our website is the spirit network.net. We have nothing to hide. We're excited. Um, if somebody wants to come to an event and see what it feels like, we're open to that. Um, we have a, event dates coming up where we're committed to this. You know, a majority of our customers are level one through level four. Uh, we don't give world's bids. We do have our marquee event where we are um, awarding a huge prize to our level six and seven teams. But it's not a world's level competition where it would be concerning for someone we want it to be very positive. You know, here's the other thing, uh, Jason, and you were with us in the Bahamas. We had dead mad in the Bahamas because, yep. you know, it took, well, it was $13,000 just to ship the mats, just to ship the mats over yeah. from Fort Lauderdale to the Bahamas. Okay. So I'm going to put this five by five pallet on that shipment. It's going to be a fraction of it. And then we have a spring floor in the Bahamas or a, or an air floor cheer floor in the Bahamas. So again, it's going to be better for kids. We're going to be able to take this anywhere we go on the airplane. Um, It's not 
you know, as cumbersome. And eventually I think it'll just be accepted. I also love events outdoors when we can, as you saw in the Bahamas. And this is the other thing is we can hose this thing off and it's clean again, wherever we are, it adapts to its surface that it's on. Um, So I, I think that the, the, possibilities are endless and exciting. Are we going to be a little bit different from other events? Yes. And I, I think it'll be a good difference. I think it'll be something that people eventually aren't as fearful of once they um, have it be a little bit more normal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, so. I, I heard this quote, um, Henry Ford, I said, if people, when people wanted to upgrade if people would have asked me what we wanted with the horse and buggy, they would have just wanted a, a better horse and buggy. But I decided to make a truck, you know, or a car. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, and and if we all didn't want to change, we would still be crawling around on our hands and knees. Yeah. I mean, sure. when you stand up and walk, you have some failures and you fix it and you then you walk and, you know, um, I just don't want to be the same. And you know, that is one thing with our companies, we're always going to be trying to be better for kids and be better for the sport. And if we're going to get shot in the back with an arrow or cut off at the knees, every time that we try something, you know, that's not going to be an arena to try things and not a safe arena to do that. And that's, that's number one, why I don't engage in some of those, um, you know, websites or groups that call themselves information in our industry, because I really want to make sure I I don't even really follow our competitors because I don't want to see what they're doing. I want to have our vision for what we want to do and, and have it be fresh and and new and um, just a safe place to continue to try new things. So, but I would never do anything that would not be safe for kids. I would never do anything that I wouldn't put my son or daughter on. Um, and I have enough friends in the industry like yourself and like Bode and so many of the coaches that I, I listened to their feedback. And, you know, one of our friends came down from Camarillo and he walked on the floor and he's like, oh yeah, no problem. I'll even yeah. put my pass on this, you know, <laughs> like, and I, I said, oh good. Like, you know, why do we want to eliminate tumbling from our sport? And why do we want kids to be quitting because they didn't, you know, tumble all summer mm-hmm. or, why do we want tumbling to be um, navigating what we do? We want them to continue to be successful and, and healthy and enjoy what they're doing. There we go. Tammy, like I said last time, you are welcome back anytime. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jason. And I always love watching and listening <laughs> to you. You are doing a fabulous, fabulous job. I appreciate it. Thank you so much again, Tammy, for joining us on the show. Thank you for sharing the truth with us and addressing this criticism head on. Truly was a pleasure to have you on the show. Again, you're welcome back anytime. Everyone else, thanks for joining us. And don't forget, share this podcast to enter the giveaway, $100 giveaway. And we'll be giving something away at the end of this month. So share it, like it, subscribe, send me a screenshot and you will be entered. Someone is going to win. Why not you? Five, six, seven, eight, we're out.